Let's visit the 90s all over again. Put on those hammer pants. This is Dope Nostalgia. Welcome, friends, to the latest episode, 142 of Dope Nostalgia Podcast. And I'm your host, Naomi, as always. Our special guest today is Michael Magruch, and he's here to talk about a very big hip-hop duo back in the 80s and 90s called Kid and Play. Kid and Play. The house party movies were big, and they really cemented Kid and Play's place in pop culture at the time. So Michael and I are going to discuss the impact of Kid and Play on entertainment. Here's a little bit of background info straight from Kid and Play's website about them. Wikipedia moment. Kid and Play, an American hip-hop duo from New York City that was popular in the late 80s and early 1990s. The duo was composed of Christopher Reed, who played Kid, and Christopher Martin, who played Play. They met while performing in rival high school groups, the Turnout Brothers and the Super Lovers, and initially formed their duo under the name The Fresh Force Crew. In 1986, She's a Skeezer and Rock Me were recorded. By 1987, they had changed their name to Kid and Play. In 1992, Kid and Play recorded three albums together between 1988 and 1991, Too Hype in 88, Kid and Play's Funhouse in 90, and Face the Nation in 91. All three albums focused upon positive lyrics backed by pop-friendly instrumental tracks. Among the group's most successful singles were 89's Rollin' with Kid and Play, which hit number 11 on the Billboard R&B Singles Chart, 1990's Funhouse, which hit number 1 on the Billboard Rap Singles Chart, and Ain't Gonna Hurt Nobody, another number 1 rap hit. Kid and Play were also notable for their dance known as the Kid and Play Kickstep, first seen in their video Do This My Way, and described in the song Do the Kid and Play Kickstep from their first album, Too Hype, also affectionately known as The Funky Charleston. The Kid and Play Kickstep featured the New Jack Swing aerobic dance moves typical of the late 80s urban street dancing. Unlike the original 1920s Charleston, the Kid and Play Kickstep requires two participants instead of one. This dance also was made quite popular in Kid and Play's feature film, House Party. Now, I got out House Party and I'd never seen it before, so I watched it just to get ready for this episode. I'd like to welcome our special guest this week. To remember all things Kid and Play, this is Michael. This Dope Nostalgia podcast is about things that happened in the 90s and what these artists are also doing today. And so mm-hmm. I want to I want to like welcome Michael Magruch to the show. I want to ask you, um, tell me about your website and tell me about your experience with music and what you're out there doing right now. So I'm a I'm an I was a sick child, and I was uh, you know dyslexic. So first sick, then dyslexic, and so I could never fit into a system. And music was kind of my savior. Like for so many people, is music yeah. the savior? And you kind of live vicariously through the other, you know, like Kid and Play, for example. That's a a perfect example because the house party movie, it was having fun. It wasn't about studying. I mean, it was in school, but it wasn't about studying or 
fitting into a system and doing your work. It was just how we can have fun. And that's what I like between in the eighties and nineties so much, because it's all about how can we make just our experience here? Just fun, you know, and dancing and dance steps, you know, kid and play where one of the first that really incorporated the, 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 dance steps basically you know with break dance start of break dancing mm-hmm. and 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 it always drew me back because i i couldn't fit into system i couldn't uh, uh i i couldn't understand it because with my dyslexia i couldn't understand it either mm-hmm. so i was always pushed back into uh art in the arts because in the art community it was about the project. It was about the song. It was about the poem. It was about the the, the piece. Even if you had a leader in, in your theater play, it was about the the, the piece that we had mm. of you know the whole whole thing. In the group too, you had a lead singer, but you know from the Rolling Stones, very easy example. The, when they do their own stuff, Keith Richards or Mick Jagger or anybody, I don't. Jolly Watts did jazz, I think. Yeah. So what where are they we're in in what any correlation that and it's it is such a great example for humanity because our power is in the inclusivity and you know we all fit together and everybody contributes with whatever they're good at Mm -hmm. and it's not valued or with anything of okay no no me you gave me this much so you you have 40 percent and I have 30% and somebody else has 20%. You know, it's, it just doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. Everybody contributes with their strengths and the product is, and it's the perfect example is the Rolling Stones, the product. Uh, you can hundred times think uh, Mick Jagger is the, uh, is the boss and the second boss is Keith Richard. Alone, mm-hmm. they're nobody. They're, they're as, as, as good or bad as any other musician. It is the, the construct, you know, and I think the construct with kid and play was the same thing. It was, it, it, you know, they, they two were, they were just good together together. And you mm-hmm. see almost like uh, a copycat of Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince. They were very much similar, you know, in, in you, you all could almost, I, I because I'm dyslexic, mm-hmm. I didn't, I, I couldn't hold them apart. I always Jesse Jazz or Kid and Play. I wasn't saying, oh, this was Janet Jackson and this was Kid and Play. No, no. I always say just Jesse Jeff and there were like one person. The four people were actually one person, I think. That they were like for some reason, even though there were two groups, mm-hmm. but they they I think they unseenly they worked together. I think, uh, you know, on an unconscious level. Because they were so similar, you know. It's like Will Smith yeah. had a little afro with a little thing, but you know, the kid had the you know it was a branding too, you know. Um, uh, kids, everybody knew kids. Uh, you know, uh, hair. The hair. The hair. The hair. I mean, the, that was a branding, you know, and and that was great. I mean, I it's think that was one of the. One first of the first thing. things you notice is definitely the the high fade hair. And absolutely, fade. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's interesting that right off the bat you bring up the comparison with DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince because even, yeah. um, Jeff has even said, um, in an interview that the the house party movies were originally created for them 
for DJ yeah. Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, but they had they couldn't do it at the time, or something to that effect. Yeah. Um, what he would say said was that um, New Line Cinema had actually sued them, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, uh, when they did Nightmare on My Street. Yeah, I know so, that. I know. Yeah. I I have no idea. These are just system stuff. It's not a creative. I think it's you know they sued them and they didn't want them to be you know a, a horror movie and the image was New Line but didn't want anything to do with it. But honestly, I'm less interested in those things. You know, this scrum. I'm more interested in hu human factor. Mm -hmm. That, for example, um, uh, 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 you know that. Um, uh, I think was it uh, Jesse Jeff? You know, was there was a um, a fight that uh, that Will Smith came and want to? He looked on the set. He went and, and looked if if this guy he was already a protector at that time. You know, um, because of the Oscars, right? The the incident. Mm -hmm. So so Will Smith went already on the set and. Uh, play was supposedly a player you know with woman and he mistreated him and stuff but you know it's just i don't it's it's funny in in hindsight you see more clearer but i think these two groups were actually very involved energetically um even if it was there were separate groups and and they were giving for us when we were little, you know, they were they gave, giving us a lifestyle. And I was still in Austria. I, I was born in Vienna. Mm -hmm. I was a DJ. I was producing fashion shows. So, and I made mixtapes. That was awesome. the side income for me. I, I made a mix mix mixtapes. Awesome. So for me, that was... Um, that, that, that was, you know, it... it, it for me, it I loved it. it. They had the vibe that I needed. They had the vibe that I, I'm not a fan, you know, a crazy fan of them. Um, and I'm not a fan of any of those groups, but I say the vibe that they gave us was awesome. You know, like the house party, I just watched it before this interview, you know, and uh, <laughs> I did. And I, I watched it yesterday. <laughs> and there's no story. There's no story. I, but it was so fun to watch because they yeah. were dancing. And how the people reacted to and these strong girls, right? That mm. they, they they weren't just like, oh, can we help you? They were strong, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and it was all together, and it was. It, but the storyline was was zero. But but yeah. I think also I, I watched the second, and the third too, and didn't get better, you know. I, I <laughs> a very funny incident. I couldn't remember that Martin Lawrence was in there. I could right? I totally forgot that. And this is also interesting when you look at hindsight, right? You know about Martin Lawrence, but you might oh, yeah. have forgotten about Kid and Play. But Martin Lawrence wasn't, was for me, I completely blocked that out that he was in the movie. This was my first time watching the movie. So I was actually didn't know who all the cast was going to be. And I was a pleasant surprise to see him in there. Yeah. Now I watched it when it came out. I watched. <laughs> I was totally in it. I went to movies and I, I don't even think they did subtitles on it. I, I, yeah. I don't even, in Europe, no, no, they just played it in English and half of the stuff it in, but you didn't have to understand because it gave the vibe. Mm. It was that MTV, you know, that let's have a good time. 
let's be crazy, let's be creative. Yeah, that's what I love. That was shit. MTV sparked the imagination of every artist. I mean, it's it. I was so uh, inspired by by all what I saw, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't matter. It was a good song or a bad song. So sometimes that song was really bad, mm-hmm. but the video was awesome, and vice versa. So you, it's like you have a two for one. So something is going to hit either the video or the song, which was awesome. I think, I think that was really, really exciting to our times, you know, when, yeah. when we experienced it. Oh yeah. Like obviously that was a big part of the eighties and nineties was the, the video age and how important yeah. it was to music at the oh, time. Super, super important culturally. Mm-hmm. Um, Just a, um, touch back on the on the movie there were things I noticed about the movie that were somewhat dated of course there's things that were said that you couldn't say now um, as with almost every movie you watch from that time era right yeah um, but on top of that as well there were things that were still relevant today like how the police treated them yeah yeah I I, I, I don't watch I, I, I wasn't aware what they said wasn't allowed. I, what what, what mm. would you say it was? I, I wasn't even aware of it. I, I look, I just experienced the movie. I, oh, I didn't okay. go into, you know, we, we always look at through a certain lens at something and it's, yeah. it's really, no, it's I, true. I know it, I know, I know, I know it was, uh, it was not perfect. Yeah. But, no, like uh, lots, lots of movies though, back then you watch them now and you'll see these things. And those things yeah, were, we were, that wouldn't fly today. It's funny, and we didn't perceive it as bad. It, that's the that's the weird stuff. So when mm. I look at old movie that I see now, oh, oh, this you can't. Wow, if you say that now, uh, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. I wasn't. It didn't like make me good either. I mean, if they if they were racial racial slurs or anything, it didn't make me good. Feel good. Then it was just how people are. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. But today I see that. So today I definitely see when people have changed. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But like I said, it happens in almost every movie you watch from those eras or anything. I'm glad like you it. saw it. I'm glad yeah. you saw that movie because there was a song on it. And we can play play anything on Yuga, right? Yeah. We can can we? Just a just a beginning of something. I tell you my fa- one of my Are favorite you- beginnings. Of, of my favorite beginning of a song. Mm-hmm. This is, um, what, what's it called? It's called Energy by Kitten Play. Okay. And that, you want me to share, be- you want me to share the audio? Yeah. But people can, it's just a beginning. It's it's, okay. it's not even, it, I'm stopping it right away. I'm, I'm just giving you, oh, and then okay. we can talk about why I like this so much. Sure. You make the fight damn leave me loose. So I love that because <laughs> I was a DJ. Yeah. And the people like it's it's like an engagement point. It's like attention. It's yeah. like, what the hell? You know, I you you DJ in a in a disco. And I played that song. That was one of my favorite songs because I, I screwed I, I screwed everybody around. People said, "What the <laughs> hell are you playing?" <laughs> and then the people went in. 
you know? Oh, um, that's so cool. Yeah. So, so I see that also is Fresh Prince did that too. Um, uh, I think with uh, Public Enemy, you know, obviously Fight the Power, that was first a, a speech and then it went into. So I liked, for example, and I talked on another podcast because they were so interesting how it was to be a DJ at that time. Mm-hmm. And I told them about, you know, carrying the, the, the ski, the ski boots bag full of records. And it's so heavy today they come with a MacBook, plug it in and, 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 and go. And when <laughs> I was, a, I was the DJ, I think a year ago, a year and a half ago, and everybody brought me the iPhone. It, it's the funniest thing. Oh, you, can you, it's not like, uh, do you have Barry White? No, no, here's the iPhone. It's all queued up. Just plug it in. Ooh, the, I mean, yeah. Wow. You know, I, I was blown away. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so I like to, what I told the other people, you know, about DJing, I said, you know, when hip hop, there was a hip hop uh, uh, podcast. And they said, what the interesting thing was in the hip hop uh, era, when Sugar Hill came out, there was just before was, you know, Stevie Wonder, OJ's Temptations, and boom, there comes Sugar Hill again. And then Grandmaster Flash. And then Kid and Play and, and everybody else. But there were, even in Kid and Play's time, there were not a lot of rap albums. There were not a lot of hip hop albums, but people wanted them. Yeah. So you played them over and over and you, you put stuff in it. For me, it wasn't such a, a problem because I mixed Sinatra with The Clash, uh, Sex Pistols. I mean, I, I, did, I did every Bob Marley, you know, reggae. I mixed everything. Mm. And that's why my, my mixtapes was good because the worst in, in art is the sameness. So contrast in art, in, you know, when you see my painting, there's a strong contrast in everything. Mm-hmm. So that's attention, that's energy. You know, it's a lot of energy. And it's a DJ, you have to have energy. You know, you can't just. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's what makes or breaks you as a DJ, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you're surprised. The people want to be surprised. It's the freshness. It's the freshness, the the newness that that and and even you see it with uh when they re what do you call it? I mean do you re recover of something, a cover version of something? Always the change, or they re-release a new version of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um that that works, that works works well too because people say oh it's the same it reminds me of but has a new trip to it you know your clothes all torn and your face is dirty 18 years old looking like you're 30. <laughs> yo kid, listen listen kid can we say um uh, make a little love now make a little love now the house party's at the fun house how about the parties at the fun house all right um um yeah this party's at the fun this party's at the fun house. All right, y'all. Could you could you be quiet for a minute? All right, Wiz, turn it down, Dukes. Hey, could y'all please shut up, Wiz? Chill. Yo, play got something to say. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Let's get this together, cause it ain't gonna last forever. You know what I'm saying? Yo, yo, metal trash my place. Ayo, herbs, bass. Miles around to check out the sound. Watch the 
I'm tumbling down. Kid and plays the perfect team. Now it's time to let off some steam. Don't be bashful now. Don't be shy. This ain't no time for you to wonder why. You're not on the floor with someone else. Don't blame us, blame yourself. You ain't got the guts to get with it. Hey. The time is now, dude. Just admit this is the perfect, perfect situation to take a chance in. Cause this is the house that we dance in. Nostalgia listeners, I love you and I thank you so much for being a part of this show and its success over the last two years. We have what's called Patreon for those who want to support the show financially. For as little as $1 a month, you can become a subscriber and get bonus content, early podcast release, all kinds of cool behind the scenes stuff, and more. There's different tiers of membership starting at only $1 a month. And we even have some special merch for you guys who are in it for the long run. So, please, join our Patreon. It's at www.patreon.com forward slash dope nostalgia. Hey, listen, yeah! It's your boy, Nitty Green. It's your boy, P.I.E. And I'm Dee. And we are the Bob Sessions crew, y'all. Listen, do us a favor. Stop by every Sunday night, man, on Facebook at 7 p.m. Tell them what we're doing. Talking life, loving music. <laughs> of course. I think D didn't quite know what we were doing. <laughs> like, but it's cool, though. It's cool. Listen, <laughs> listen, man. Like and share our page at Vibe Sessions Official on Facebook. And also go over to Instagram, right? And let's build that page as well. Let's build the same it. thing at Vibe Sessions Official, man. We're here. Yo, we here. We love y'all, man. Peace. Thank you for your support. Thank you. Right. Peace. Thank you. Hey, yo, kid. Where's the party? Check it out, I'm Kid, and I kid you not, I like the Sprite, I like the Sprite a lot. My name is Sprite, but I'm not playing, I like the Sprite, you know what I'm saying? I like to kick it live, to a sound that's hype, I like to kick it too, I like the Sprite in you, I like the lime and taste, I like a pretty face, I like the lemon lime, you say that all the time, the lime has the twist of unexpectedness, like this, who invited them? I don't know, but I'm with, I it. like the Sprite in you. So you you were mentioning the song Energy, but um, what are another couple favorite tracks that you have from Kid and Play that you like? Uh, let me see what I have. Kid and Play. It's called Kid and Play versus as uh, Kid versus Play. It's the battle from oh, the okay. movie House Party. Oh, sweet! And that was one of my. That was you know they they sampled, uh, the group Pleasure. It's a Oregon, uh, uh, Oregon group. Mm-hmm. And Grover Washington liked them, and they he got him a deal and whatever. He said jazz, jazz funk group. Okay. And it came out of the whole era of Parliament Funkadelic. It, it came out of him. Ozone was before them, but very similar Ozone. There was mm-hmm. a Motown, and and the um, and pleasure. I love. This is such a good and you know. Um, uh, Janet Jackson used the same, used pleasure. Uh, ah. this, this song, yeah. Uh, so it's play. The group is called Pleasure. The song is called Joyous. It's one of my absolute all-time favorite songs because it has funk, uh, good rhythm, 
uh, horn sections, everything. And it's what? seven uh, minutes long, seven or eight minutes long. It's awesome. And in the battle, they do that. In the battle, and then uh, Janet Jackson is using it. I think a couple other other people are using it too. I, I might even think uh, Jesse Jeff used it. You always hear that sample, and nobody knows what it is. But but because it is my favorite song, I always pick it out. And um, I think, let me see my notes on the on Kid and Play that I had. Um, because first, you know, I think there, it was not so much the music. I think it was the whole energy that these guys brought in. Yeah. Uh, uh, they had immature in there. In the second movie, there was immature that the kids, you know, the those uh -huh. little kids, the hip hop kids. And then they were with the girls, salt and pepper, uh, all these things were at the same time, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh and they all knew each other. So I think I think it's it's an awesome and an absolutely awesome band, but it was the whole they reflected the whole thing. And I think Jesse Jeff too. But I think because they had the the movie, yeah, it gave that feeling of well-being. Let's have fun. The parents have money. You know, they have enough money. They go on a vacation. They leave the house, right? And we make a party. It's yeah. exactly what I did. It's exactly, I did my basement. I changed my basement into a, a discotheque. Yeah. And I... I, you know, my parents were gone, boom, party, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and and I think it was so good. Wasn't it good? Didn't you feel that it was such a good time? And we thought it was a weird time, but it really wasn't weird. It was actually a really wholesome time. It, well, I, I was going to say, it, it seemed like a good time at the same time. I noticed that there was really, nobody was drinking. There was no alcohol yeah. or drugs. There was yeah. a, there was a scene where there was a couple guys who snuck some in and then got themselves into trouble. Yeah. But but the play was very adamant that no, you don't bring alcohol here. And I thought that was really interesting, especially when they appealed to so many young people. Yeah, and I would never remember that. I, mm -hmm. I I mean, I'm not a drinker, but I would have not remembered that there was no alcohol. So if you would have asked me, you know, not not now, obviously after I saw it. But mm. if you asked me before I saw it last week, I would have said, oh, there was drinking going on in that party. I mean, I remember the party, but there was drinking going on. Like in, And then you project all the movies, coming of age movies, where they have, you know, beer bongs or whatever they had th at that time. Or, or, you know, oh, they had, uh, yeah. what did they have always in our time? What did they beer have? bongs, keg stands. Okay, yeah, exactly. Sense, exactly all that but then you project that into that movie and that this was actually very wholesome yeah and i think they were always that that was that was a great stuff about it you know mm -hmm. and then you saw so in the second ones bernie mac all these people um it, it, yeah. it's, it's crazy you know um tlc i mean yeah tlc's then, in oh, the third one exactly yeah and then the kid and play the uh, do this my way the, in the video. Mm -hmm. Polly Shore is in there. What is he doing there? I mean, how? <laughs> does... So I was, I was, um, I was crazy. It would, you know, it would really interest me because Jesse Jeff does phenomenal music still to this day. He did, uh, I don't know if you heard it, uh, he did a thing with Moonchild. 
Oh mm. my God. It's awesome. So it's such a development. We're very curious where Kid and Play would have been today if they mm -hmm. would still create brand new stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if they do, you know. Uh, I, I know that they do still perform live. I know that you can book I know them that. from, from yeah. their website. They, their website is very focused on uh, whether or not you'd like to book them for any kind yeah. of events. So it's they're doing stuff. It's just I don't know if anything new is coming out. Yeah, just Jeff is is you know very into music and is still very into producing and all that stuff. So it's like mm. you know somebody that constantly puts new out things. Oh, and then you see Flavor Flav in that one energy video. There's F uh, Flavor Flav is in that. Oh, sweet the hype man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I I I really think it was good that we did this episode because I think they were very influential without being superstars i mean they were mm -hmm. superstars kind of but but it shows you how important every human is yeah. because you contribute and you have no idea what you contribute to this world and later on they see it it's like artists you know they're not getting yeah. recognized and when they die all of a sudden oh my god the guy saw everything he he was the greatest you know what kind of mark have they left exactly um yeah. one thing that was very um popular and well known was their dance move the kick step the kicks, the kick, yeah, the the front, and then then turning around and doing it with the heels. That's yeah, right. That was... It was also called the funky Charleston, but the the kick step is very popular, and they still can do it. Actually, I saw on Kid and Play's Instagram there they uh they did it at a show recently, and they were like, "Ooh, we need the icy hot." <laughs> it's a little bit painful for them now, but they can still do it. Uh, I think I saw it on even on uh. I saw a clip on a show where they did it with the host, Harvey. They did it oh. with Harvey. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's somewhere out there. So you can look for that. Steve Harvey. It he, looks they, complicated. They, <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I mean, at, 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 in front of a camera, yeah. it'd be super because, you you know, if nobody sees it, it's fine. But he did it well. It was awesome. Yeah. So, there was actually um, right before when the pandemic started, there was a video that came out, a music video um, made by New Kids on the Block and Boys to Men and a bunch of people and yeah. couldn't play her in it. Um, it's the song is called House Party. And Donnie Wahlberg and his wife, Jenny McCarthy, actually do the kick step in the video and then couldn't wow. play and couldn't play her on Zoom watching them do it. And they're in the video and it's great. It's really a cute throwback acknowledgement to to what the kid and play had done. So I think that was pretty sweet yeah and, and it's fun that they were both called christopher you know both kids you know mm. christopher, christopher kid reed and then christopher play martin that was I, I wasn't aware of that because you, you know yeah you, you're not aware of that stuff well in the movie um the uh, kid is called chris but play is called pete yeah it's weird yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's weird it's it's awesome, and I think it's funny too because uh, another uh, rap duo, Crisscross, those guys were both named Chris as well. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's it's so. But I tell you, it it takes two. It takes two to tango. It's it's mm -hmm. you, you're strong. It's very rare that you as a one can establish you, uh, yourself. And mm -hmm. sometimes when you're strong in a group, you can can become a solo solo act. But it's like I say with the Rolling Stones, it's not. It's not for sure, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, sometimes it takes two or three or four. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. To create that formula, that chemistry. So um, what what did you make choose Kid and Play? You felt the same way or you, you just wanted to? You know, it's actually interesting because I didn't know that much about them. I don't either. There's, so not, and there's not much to know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I hadn't even really listened to any of their songs. So it was just kind of interesting to see what they were all about and uh, and watch the movies because I just hadn't watched a lot of movies back at that time in my life yet. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was good to catch up and, and learn about them. And uh, yeah, I could see I, I find them appealing. I think they're great and they're wholesome and they're good for kids. And they even had an NBC cartoon, Saturday morning cartoon. Oh, yeah, for for one season, yeah. Yeah. for one season, and and that's cool. And it was like basically them playing themselves when they were young, like kids. Yeah. But mm -hmm. uh, back then, there was a lot of cartoons on on Saturday mornings that were about musical characters. I think ABC mm -hmm. was playing MC Hammer's Hammer Man around yeah. at the same time that NBC was playing Kid and Play. Oh, I love it! I love it! Isn't that funny? MC Hammer is another type. Yeah, he's he's another icon. You yeah, know, because like a form, like 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 kids' hairdo, kid uh, uh, hammers persona, you know that that energy, mm. and it's nothing special. He, I mean, kid plays more. Kid is it's stronger because nobody had hair like this. But hammer, yeah. it just had that jumpsuit, right? Hammer had a lot of things going on that um, set him as an image. Yeah, that you would know right away. It's hammer. Like yeah. the jumpsuit, like the pants, the parachute pants, yeah. all those things combined. Yeah. 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 But Kid had them. Kid had the, had the fluffy shoes. They didn't have a suit, but mm. they had the, the fluffy pants. I did like their fashion in the movie. I thought I liked what the, the clothes they were wearing. The suit that uh, Play was wearing, I thought was pretty cool. And I'd love to see someone wear a suit like that today. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's amazing, and 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 the the I think it was perfect. I I, I just that movie was for itself perfect. It had no story. It was mm -hmm. just fun, and it just it was just how people can have fun mm -hmm. and, and have a good time in an adolescent time that is so, I think that's so uh, important because in the adolescent time, you, you don't know where to belong. You, you know, you know, should you be with the tough guys, with the soft guys, where's your place? Mm -hmm. and, the, and, and, and I experienced that, that in the disco, you know, life was hard, but then we all came into disco and then it was, 
and was happy that mm. everybody met in the disco, you know, the sports guys, the jocks, everything. It's again, it's like a museum. When you go today in a museum, you, uh, you see the rich, poor, dem Democrat, Republican, every sexuality, every gender, and they just hang out. They just talk to each other. And mm. the funny thing is they don't even look at the art. They just mingle. And, and this movie was like mingling. It's, it was just, hey, we get all together and that must be enough. Then that doesn't need to be drugs or, or, or crazy stuff, you know, or crazy yeah. games with people uh, that just be, you know, we just get together. Mm -hmm. I, I really like it. I'm always a fan of people just getting together regardless of their. Exactly. <laughs> regardless. Yeah. yeah. No, that's very cool. And I'm glad that they brought so many people together. Um, looking at the things that they've been doing in the last like 15, 20 years. Um, I know that. So kid obviously still kept doing some acting roles here and there. Mm -hmm. Lots of mm -hmm. guest roles on different shows like Full House, Sister, Sister, etc. cetera. Mm -hmm. um, and then play actually became a born again Christian and has devoted a lot of time to working with uh, hip hop music projects, Christian music projects. Mm -hmm. So yep. th they've gotten together over the years to do some commercials, um, like a Super Bowl commercial for called the eighties called from Radio Shack. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. they still keep their legacy alive by making all these like little appearances here and there, which is great. Yeah, I think so. Though. I mean, and you know that, that, that uh, commercial was just because this iconic haircut. I mean, what mm. was that iconic? I mean, and and play, you know, I know where play also went to Christianity because supposedly was out of control with the woman. So he, uh. he got it, he got his thing. And then, yeah, that's where Will Smith came to the set and say, show me what's going on there. You know, oh. he was already protecting the actress that, yeah. That's what That's I good. mentioned before. That's what I mentioned before, where, where Will was already protector and he was looking out for that woman that uh, Play was acting with. Ah. And he came on the set and, and almost had a fallout or something. Oh, I see. Okay. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad that, uh, you know, he got his, got himself together and everything. Yeah. 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 Before we... Before we wrap things up, what uh, what would you like to close on to let people know about uh, what they should when they look into Kid and Play, maybe what they their best things were that you enjoyed the most? I think definitely look at House Party. I think that uh, kind of defines what you and I talked the whole episode now. Mm -hmm. It defines the feel good feeling. It it has one of it doesn't have energy in it, but it has one of their best uh, songs in it, and it has that battle, that rap battle, mm -hmm. uh, with from pleasure in it, and see, it's funny. It's almost that hairdo takes every way, everything away from play. Uh -huh. I see only kid I, I, in this group. I, you know, um, Jesse Jeff was more balance because Jesse Jeff was the strong strong person there mm -hmm. will wasn't the strong person will became the strong person but but it wasn't it was more balanced they didn't look at either Jesse Jeff so much or fresh prince but I look 
at Kid and Play, it's funny how my perception, you know, I, I'm looking at Kid and Play is Kid for me. And in the, in the, I know there was play. I know that. I'm not denying his input or anything. Mm-hmm. But but play it, it the the visual of play was so iconic that it just sucked the juice out of of play I think mm. because when I when you tell me kid and play I, what I see is the hairdo yeah and it and and it's amazing it's, it's true it's amazing that you it's the can... first thing you, you might you might think of right? exactly yeah and I think people should see it how I think this is why it's so important that we have culture because we need to see where we came from. It doesn't matter if it was racist or sexist or whatever. It doesn't matter that it was that because that's where we came from. So we cannot be ashamed of what we what we were. We were unconscious and now we are conscious. We are conscious of things. And I think humans should see it as this, not as, oh, the old world was horrible. It wasn't horrible. Like you said, they weren't doing drugs or whatever. And I think that's important to, to contemplate that people... And when we clean out movies like Disney does uh, about racism or whatever that, you know, happened in cartoons and stuff, I don't think we do ourselves a favor. I don't think we, we need to know why we are politically correct. We need to know why we um, genderize people or why we, why we respect the sexuality or whatever, because without that, then either we, we not put them in systems and say, everybody's just a human or or we, we, we're generous, but then we can't whitewash the past. It's almost saying, hey, 15 people decided over 11 million people in, in the Second World War, uh, and we just say the Holocaust never happened. So I think we need to know where we came from and where our, where our human potential went. And I think Kid and Play does that very good for a segment of adolescence. When you everybody remembers the adolescent times because they're very defining times. And I would look at it, just don't think about it, just look and experience that movie. I think that's yeah, that's the, the gift is, Blake gave us, you know. The movie is something to experience for sure. I agree. But uh yeah. but but that being said too, it's yeah, it's important that we don't forget where we've made horrible mistakes. It's important that we yeah. don't forget the bad things because we don't want to repeat them. Exactly. You had, you hit it on the head. Exactly. That's we why don't, we don't want to repeat them. And that's where hopefully we're going in a better direction for our future. Right? Yes. Yes. I'll, yes. Thank you so much, Michael. It's been a pleasure talking to you about kid and play today and uh, tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, it's, I have one, uh, website, one portal where do you can find my social, everything it's called Michael M.com. Two L's, Michael, uh, two L's, Michael, two L's M.com. And then as you can contact me, I'm a speaker. I'm a, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a guest on podcasts. I'm a writer. Uh, and I'm, I'm very, I have a podcast that's free. It's only 30 seconds, 20 to 30 seconds. And what it does is it shows art and it's kind of, you got a little hint here, how I look at art. I'm looking at art outside of, of the art sales. I'm looking at the uh, art outside the system as a human superpower. Uh-huh. And, 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 and I want to empower artists because 95 to 97% of artists are poor in the world. 
Mm. And what is the first thing that destroy in a war? Cultural goods. So I want to break that dissonance. I want to I want to uh, re-educate artists so they basically I'm not I didn't come up with it. I just unveiled it and become conscious of it. Mm -hmm. And I just write those discoveries in my podcast or blog or whatever, mm -hmm. and that people feel valuable. I mean, if can play here that they probably never heard a podcast like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's that's my that's my contribution to humanity. That's fantastic that you're doing that and trying to make a difference, make a change yeah. there. Thank yeah. you so much, Michael. It's really nice to meet you. Thank you. Anytime. Oh yeah. Oh, oh. Feels good. Twitter at Nostalgia Dope, Instagram at Dope underscore Nostalgia. Visit our website at www.dopenostalgia.com or pick up the phone and call us at 780-851-8785. This podcast is licensed by SoCan because we believe that artists should be paid for their work.